had to start over from square one. And I think that um, the lesson that you learned from that is that uh, you, you just can't give up. Best ever listeners, I want to mention Lima One Capital, and I found out about them through a guest that I was interviewing on the show, and he mentioned how he was scaling his business. He was actually buying 10 single-family homes within one year, and I asked him, how were you able to buy 10 single-family homes, and how were you financing that? And he's like, oh, well, I just use an asset-based lender. It's like, who is that? And he told me it's Lima One Capital. I reached out to them afterwards, got to know them, and they are the sponsor of today's episode because they've got some unique lending programs. Uh, one of them is called Rental 30, where, as I mentioned, they're an asset-based lender. So they're lending based on the property's appraised value, as well as they look at the down payment that you're bringing to the table and the cash reserves. Uh, they'll lend up to 75% loan to value. And this is huge. This is huge because typically as a single family investor, uh, your lending strength is based on your personal income as well as how many properties you have, how many loans you have out. There's no restrictions on portfolio size with their Rental 30 program. Go to lima1capital.com forward slash best ever sign up learn more about the program that's lima1capital.com forward slash best ever they also have a program for fix and flippers even if you haven't done a fix and flip they'll still lend to you they've been in the business uh since 2010 so they've been around the block they know their underwriting guidelines they're not loosey-goosey but they do have a very specific uh, criteria um, that helps beginning fix and flippers get their fix and flip projects done as well as experienced fix and flippers they reward you as an experienced fix and flipper and you actually get a lower interest rate and lower origination fee again go to lima1capital.com forward slash best ever and some legal stuff i have to say it is lima one capital llc and the NMLS ID number is 1324403. And their address is 201 East McBee Avenue, Suite 300, Greenville, South Carolina, 29601. Again, lima1capital.com forward slash best ever. If you're looking for a fix and flip loan or if you're looking for a buy and hold investment property, and you're trying to finance it and you want it to be asset-based, lima1capital.com forward slash best ever. Best ever listeners, I hope you're having a best ever weekend. Happy Saturday. And because it's Saturday, we're doing a special segment. You know what it is. It's Situation Saturday where we put our guests in a sticky situation and they tell us about how they overcame it. So really, they are telling us a story of a personal firsthand experience that you might come across. And if you do, then you're going to remember this episode. You're going to be like, I remember how to handle this because I listened to it on the Best Ever Show. So without further ado, how you doing, Joe Bodek? I'm doing pretty good. How you doing, Joe? Hi, I'm doing really well. And thank you again for joining us. If you recognize Joe Bodek's name, well, that's because you're a loyal Best Ever listener. So bravo to you for that. He was interviewed on episode 303. 
It was titled How to Become a Master Marketer in Creative Real Estate Investing. He's a third-generation real estate entrepreneur, was born and raised in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. He has run seven apartment communities, over 300 units, developed land, built single-family homes. He's a guitar player and played with local groups. He focuses on lease options right now, and you can say hi to him at realestatementoringusa.com. With that being said, Joe, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, and then you can just talk about your sticky situation. Well, as you said, I'm third generation. I've been in the business for a long time. I started back in 1971. I actually went to work for my dad, who was a major builder. He was one of the biggest builders in the country. So my story is not one of those stories where you hear that the individual uh, was uh, working in a cubicle and uh, uh, hated his job, hated his boss, and you know, found real estate and everything was ho- you know hunky dory. After that, I-, I was birthed into real estate. I was born into it. So I uh, was in traditional real estate for a number of years, working for my dad. As you said, I, I ran seven apartment complexes for him, built homes. He he was my first mentor. Worked with him until he decided to retire and head on down to uh, Florida, got himself a place on Fisher Island down there and uh, sold everything and uh, time for me to go my own way, which I did. And uh, went into creative real estate and uh, did work with lease options, uh, uh, traditional wholesaling. And then along the way, you know, a lot of people were asking me how to, you know, teach them how to do lease options. And I found out I was pretty good at doing that. And uh, that's uh, when my mentoring program began a number of years ago and that's where I'm at today. For today's purpose we're going to talk about your sticky situation and there's a point where you went broke. Yeah which is not unusual for those of us out there with our own businesses. Sometimes we do stupid things and uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a victim of that myself. This was unrelated to real estate. Put some money in some things, listen to some people that I shouldn't have and uh, it had a bad result. Basically, uh, I had to get started over again, and um, I was pretty broke. I had to start from, from scratch again, and, and you know, it's kind of hard when, when, you know, you've been out there, you've, you've made a bunch of money, you know, you've sort of been to the mountaintop, and then here you are, and you got to start all over again. It's, I would rather have been, you know, broke and never have made a lot of money, because mm-hmm. uh, it's easier that way, but um, um, had to start over again, and um, at this particular time. I had been in, in, in uh, doing lease options before my mentoring program is when I was just doing deals myself and um, had to start over from square one. And I think that um, the lesson that you learned from that is that uh, you, you just can't give up. One of the things that I get asked, for example, all the time from students is, you know, how much money are they going to need and how long is this going to take? And um, those are two, to me, defeatist questions because in today's world, uh, unlike when I started back in, you know, uh, the early 90s when I originally started with the Internet. I mean, you know, you can do stuff today for virtually free and uh, start your business, which is what I did. I restarted my business on the Internet, basically, uh, you know, searching uh, for uh, uh, what do you call it, um, motivated sellers and uh, working with realtors and wholesalers and things of that nature. And uh, it was all for free. Took a lot of time. And uh, it took a while to get done, but you don't need a lot of money. So for people out there that are, you know, uh, you know, have, I work with a lot of people with nine to five jobs and don't have a lot of money. And, and they're always asking me, well, you know, don't you need a lot of money to do this? Well, I restarted with $800. That's all that I had was 800 bucks. 
and um, I had to restart with just that. Well, and, and I want to dig in there because you know I think it's really important and can be inspiring for listeners. When you said you put money in things that you shouldn't have, what specifically did you put money in that you shouldn't have? I'm just going to remain nameless, but I went into a business with with uh, some associates that uh, I thought knew what they were doing, and uh, they didn't. It was unrelated to real estate, and and it just failed. There was a lot of money in there, and so when I stuck, when I uh, wound up restarting, all I had in cash was 800 bucks because I had you know committed. And um, uh, it was just a mistake on my part. But the, the important thing is that um, that was all I had to eat and everything else. So I just had to hunker down. And with the use of the Internet, I was able to get up and running again. And in a relatively short period of time, a couple of months. I mean, that was all it was to get some more deals together and get enough to get back on my feet. So it wasn't like I was broke forever. But what you have out there today if you want to get into the real estate business, um, you do not need, if anybody tells you you need a lot of money, you don't. Yeah. You okay. Know, you just don't. Well, I, and I want to continue to talk a little bit about the scenario of whenever it didn't go right. Then we can talk about, you know, how you came back from it, but it's important for, you know, just to like focus on that for a little bit, just because I think there's a lot of lessons that we can uncover for the listeners so you, it sounds like you went all in on this business venture not related to real estate. What had you accumulated up until that point? What, in terms of dollars? Well, however you want to quantify it, like properties uh, or... You know, I was, I was in, you know, mid, mid upper six figures, you know, without a problem. I, I'm making, making good money. And um, I put multiple six figures into what we were doing, which, which, which was... I don't want to mention any names, okay? Yeah, you don't uh, have to mention names. Just, you know, just the, the the actual activity would be helpful. It, it, it was, um, you know, uh, trading. That's the closest I can get for you, okay? Trading in the markets. Okay. And I'm legal. It's all legal. Nothing illegal here. But I don't mention any names. I don't want to get in trouble with anybody who gets sued or something. But Which I thought I had, you know, done some homework on, and I didn't. And I was with some people that I thought knew what they were doing, but they didn't. And... Um, uh, looked like a good opportunity, but at any rate, uh, it didn't work out, and I went all in. It wasn't the brightest thing I ever did in my life, but you know, you, sometimes you do stuff that's not real bright. The one thing that I knew, uh, if anything did happen, uh, you know, there's one thing about real estate that you have to understand out there, uh, is that it it works all the time. Uh, I get people, that, you know, that ask me what all this work. You know, there's three things in life that you need. You need food, shelter, and clothing. And uh, if you don't have shelter, you, you know, uh, you got a problem. So that was one thing that my father always, you know, I asked him one time why he went, you know, why real estate? Because he actually wanted to be a writer. Uh, and I asked him, why didn't you go be a writer? He said, well, when the family started coming along, I'm one of six kids. So it was a bunch of us. He said, well, you know, had to make a living. My grandfather was in, in the building business. So uh, he had a little bit of a head start there. He just said, look, you know, people have to have a place to live. So, you're, you know, real estate always works. It, it, it could never, you know, not work. It's just you have to work it and you have to be smart about what you're doing. And, and when, you, when you look at a, an opportunity now, knowing, you know, what you experienced back then, and what year was this, by the way? Oh, my God. This was, um, 
This was a long time ago. This was back in in the uh, uh, early nineties. Okay, early nineties. Yeah. Uh, when when you looked at that opportunity, and then you decided to go all in, and then fast forward to today, if you're presented a similar opportunity, what are the different questions or thoughts that come to your head now, knowing what you know from your previous experience? Well, the first thought is I don't put, you know, my future in anybody else's hands, even even if I think I know what I'm doing. I, I don't do that ever again. I had done some homework on it, and I, and I thought that I had, you know, had a good grasp of it. But uh, I wasn't a trader, okay? They're, when you're doing trading, you know, it's an art. It's really an art form uh, when you're working with options and things of that nature. And um, it's really you got to know what you're doing. So I don't put my my uh, future in anybody else's hands, and I don't go into things that I don't. You know, I stay pretty much into real estate now. I stay in what I know. You know what I'm doing, and uh, that's really what I learned from it. I don't. You know, it, something looks really good, and you do some homework. You think you know what you're doing. Uh, it does not necessitate that you do know what you're doing. Mm. One more question about this. Sure. When you reached the point of realization that it was now $800 from the upper six figures that you had, what was your mindset like? You would think that I would have been sort of devastated, but I wasn't because uh, I, I, you know, I had already prior to this, you know, worked in, in real estate. I understood real estate. And um, I knew that, that I could make a comeback, particularly in creative real estate, because I didn't have to worry about banks. I didn't have to worry about credit. I didn't have to worry about cash. All I had to worry about was my, my want to, you know, uh, did, I, did I want to get back on the horse again? It was there for the taking. So I didn't have a big problem with my mindset. Uh, it, it, and I knew it was, wasn't going to take that that long. OK, I mean, it took me a couple of months to start making enough money to, you know, get back on my feet. But like I say, uh, you know, there's when you're dealing in creative real estate, there's always people out there that need your service. There's always people that need help moving a home that they can't do conventionally. And as long as you're, you know, doing it properly and everybody gets to win, the owner, the seller, the buyer, everybody, um, then, you know, you don't have a problem. So my mindset was good. It's just with how long was it going to take? And how long was I going to have to go through this nonsense? That was really all I was thinking about. So you got $800. What's your, what are your first couple steps? Uh, the first step was I went immediately onto uh, the, the Internet. Now, I generally uh, would get my leads from the multiple listing service. Um, I, I, the best leads that I ever got um, and still to this day get from, for lease options come from the expired listings on the uh, on the MLS, but I didn't have the money to do do the mailings, uh, so I couldn't I couldn't get back onto the MLS right away. So what I did at that point was I started contacting um, realtors to you know let them know what I did that I work with lease options, and then if they ever ran across properties that they couldn't list because they didn't have any equity in them or uh, you know they had so for some odd reason you know they they couldn't list it because they couldn't get a commission out of it to give me a call, and. Um, I also went to wholesalers, and uh, wholesalers throw away a lot of leads that they can't work with because they don't have equity in them, and the seller won't take their low low number. So they throw a lot of leads out that you can turn into lease options. So I went to them, and between uh, the realtors and the wholesalers, they started sending me leads, 
and uh, I started putting deals together. Joe, this was all done on the internet uh, by email um, and and phone, telephone. So it cost me virtually, you know, zero to do it, just time. After six months, where were you at? Well, in six months, I, w- I was I was back on my feet. Um, uh, the first deal I got was from a realtor. Uh, it was a, a deal where I'm trying to remember the exact. Uh, um, problem they had with the house, but they, they couldn't get it sold for some reason. And and it, what it was with the realtor, he, they had to sell this old this old house in order for them to buy the new one, which the realtor was taking care of. He was he was working the deal with the new home. He had to get the old one under contract of some sort in order to do that. So he called me, and we did a lease option on it and. That showed that there was income, so the um, uh, the bank would lend them the money uh, to go ahead and get their new house. That's how that came about. Uh, and six months later, I, I wasn't back into six uh, figures yet, but uh, I was uh, I was back on my feet and put it that way. Joe, is there anything else that you want to mention to the best ever listeners, specifically as it relates to going broke and dealing with it, the lessons you've learned, and then coming back? I think that the big lesson that I learned anyway is that number one you don't ever give up you know one of the things I find out there is that um, you know I'm not a youngster okay I'm, I've been around a long time and um, what people tend to do out there is, is confuse opportunity with hard work and um, that's all it really takes today particularly in, in, in real estate and to create a real estate niche because as I say there's a, an awful lot you can do with no credit and with no cash, I mean, I did it. I don't, as I say, I had eight hundred bucks, and that was to live on. And uh, I was able to, you know, get things back under control within about well, about four or five months, because it takes a little time for a deal to close, obviously, from the time you, you get them. But the point was, was that I, I knew it was out there. I knew that real estate always works, and that uh, if, if you worked it properly, that um, uh, you had the ability to do it through the internet and over the phone. And all you had to do was, was keep after it, and that's what I did. Too many people give up too quickly. And so what I would tell you is whether you went pro like me or you, you want to get out from under your job or whatever it is that you want to do, is uh, I'll recommend find a good mentor because that's what I do. I take care of people like that, and, and I had mentors. And um, they'll get you there quicker, as quick, you know, much quicker than you trying to figure it out. But whatever you do, just don't give up. I mean, I know that sounds very cliche-ish, but that's really what it takes. You just can't give up. You just got to keep going. Well, Joe, thank you so much. This was, uh, I've been taking notes along the way, and that was one of the takeaways that I I got from it, uh, as well as real estate works all the time if you buy right. That's number the second takeaway that I got from this conversation. Uh, made I mean, I, I know it intellectually, but hearing you say real estate works all the time. And I, I, by the way, added if you buy it right on there. Right. Well, <laughs> on that's that very true. That's absolutely yeah. true. Absolutely. And then the, the third thing is that you don't put your future in anybody else's hands. That's another lesson that you learned. And then the fourth is you only go into things that you know. So those four lessons are incredibly valuable. Thank you so much for being on the show again. I hope you have a best ever weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. Same to you, and I hope you know your listeners get a little something out of all this. Do you need more leads for your real estate business, and do you need a platform to help you get those leads? Well, Danny Johnson, previous Best Ever Guest, episode 294, 
has exactly the solution for you, best ever listeners. Go to leadpropeller.com, and that's going to help you, well, get more leads. He's got a website service that you can sign up for. It's a money-back guarantee for the first 30 days, so no risk involved. Leadpropeller.com. You can also click the link in the show notes page, and that will take you right there.